Hello, my name is Zach. And my name is Rusty. We're your hosts for Volunteer Equip. This is where we take about 10 minutes to talk about all things to help equip church volunteers. Today, we're on episode six of the podcast talking about respectfully responding to disrespect. Yeah. So, man, if you're in church leadership, you have dealt with someone being disrespectful. Last episode, we ended with the big question of how to respectfully respond to disrespect. And Rusty, um, where should we start when we are we find ourselves in this situation? Yeah. So let's kind of break down. So we're going with with grace and meeting students where they're at. So, man, the first one is this. Remember, they're teenagers. Like they are still developing. Like this is definitely geared towards student ministry. And so they're still developing their brain. They're still developing emotions, all these different things. They are still teenagers. Hormones. <laughs> yeah, that's the big one. <laughs> uh, and the next one is, is take charge of your own emotions. Yeah. Like if you are going into a situation and you're responding to disrespect with more disrespect, all you're doing is jumping and dumping a giant gallon of gasoline Hmm. onto an already raging fire you're not helping the problem you're probably making the problem worse um, if you are not in control of your emotions if you escalate the situation instead of diffusing it man you need to walk away yeah this one is a big one and because for me just personally um disrespect just it's one of those ones that can if i'm not careful it can it can get away from me um, and I don't know if that's just because I'm a dad and disrespect is not like it just <laughs> makes me go into dad mode and not the best way. And so just I, I have I have done this wrong more than I have done this right. And so I just I will own that. Um, so it's, it's if, if you know, just disrespect is an area of, of weakness, I guess, for you, just make sure that this is present um, in your mind or as you walk through that, that one student that may continually have issues with and those sorts of things is is what I would add to that. Yeah. And so the next one is, is lead with curiosity, not conclusion. And so Zach, I've actually adopted something that, um, when you walk into a situation that we are dealing with, uh, into a room and you ask the student this question. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I do. Yes. <laughs> what is that question? Uh, what are we doing here right now? And so lead with lead with curiosity. Like <laughs> in that, like when the first time we ever had a situation that we were dealing with together and you led with that, I was like, man, that is brilliant. Okay. So I appreciate that. I just want to, I just want to acknowledge something here. Half the time, or well, not maybe not half the time now, but in those early days, um, I legitimately didn't know what we were doing in the room or what the issue was with the student, and so that was <laughs> that was just me trying to figure out what's going on, yeah. but not you know just needing to lead in a way um, that that a student like what in the world was going on here. So that was just me trying to figure out what was going on, but it's always helpful for the student to say it, yeah, and like and so that's that's something you know. With my kids of just like, hey, why, you know, what's what's going on? What did you do? Just having that acknowledgement is just helpful. And so that uh, that comes from a place of ignorance on my part. <laughs> but I'm glad it works out so well with <laughs> on the flip side of dealing with a problem or a disrespectful yeah. student or whatever. So. Man, I, yeah, I use it all <laughs> the time now. Uh, and so, like, be be more curious in a situation than just jumping to conclusions. And so, like, ask some questions like how long have they been coming? 
because they might not know that, hey, during worship, they can't be talking or they might see some other people and think that that's fine. And they just get adopted to that or, hey, inside of group, like, all right, hey, yeah, we can kind of check out and they just don't know what's going on. And so the next big question that I would ask is like, hey, what's what's going on in their personal life that's contributing to them acting out? And so like we've had some moments where we knew students were going through a major heartache, a major home life issue and we knew that they were acting out because of that. Yeah. And with that one specifically, I think that's a, that's a different kind of conversation mm-hmm. and saying, um, pulling them aside, obviously, and all of this is done to the side. Um, it's removed them and you from the situation to have this conversation, but it's like, Hey, um, if there is something going on at home that you don't know about, Hey, what's going on? This is, this is not like you yeah. leading with that conversation. Or if you do know that something is going on at home, again, the side conversation, hey, I know there's a lot going on. Let's talk through this because this is not how this is not how we handle this here. And that can be, uh, you know, that sounds intense, but there's a, you know, a way to phrase that of just like we, we let's let's process through what's going on. Yeah. And, and just to, to help that, if you know the situation or if even if you don't know the situation, just to, if it's out of the characteristic of a student, because everybody has a bad day and everybody's, you know, there's. Times where you know something doesn't make sense, and I'm, I'm, my attitude may reflect that confusion. Yeah, and so like there's always a checklist of kind of some questions that I kind of go through a little bit. Of these are kind of those like expectations of how students are supposed to to act inside of our student ministry. And so like I always ask this question in my brain: like, do I think they know how we expect them to engage during worship? or how they should act during the message. And so like, I'm asking myself internally these questions and going, okay, yeah, this student's been here long enough, they should know. Or hey, man, this student hasn't been here long enough, they they don't know. Or hey, are inside of our family groups, um, have we given them a warning before and said, hey, this is how we act, like have we laid it out to this is how we respond and how we treat each other and this is our expectations in our student ministry yeah and this one i think group size and dynamics can play a part oh yeah um you know just depending on what the size of a of your your ministry is and so like there's no right or wrong good or bad here but um, in, a, in a larger setting, sometimes in the worship and message side, students think they can hide because there's, you know, there could be, you know, a hundred or more, there could be 50. And so depending on room size, like environment, so many things play into this one. You know, what can I get away with? What can yeah. I get away with? Can I be seen? Can I not be seen? Can I be heard? And all of these things just in, from an environmental and size setting. And then in a family group, small group setting, you know, what is that? Have we laid out those expectations? And that's one thing that we've really try to do this semester is every every few weeks just kind of say before we break for groups hey this is what this is for this is what we want um these are you know really lean in and ask some questions those kinds of things in that group time because we kind of have a rotating group of students sometimes and it could be a month from the last time we've seen them and so this one can get a little um unique to specific settings of how students expect what they see what they think they can get away with again all those things yeah and so like the last like question i usually ask in my head of like with that kind of leading 
to curiosity and not jump to conclusions is, are they, do I even believe that they are Christians? Do I believe that they have Christian values? Do I believe that this is something that is kind of instilled in them? Because if I know it's someone that is, is a believer, I'm having to have a conversation a little bit different. If they're not a believer, I'm having a conversation that way. Like I'm having two different directions. And so, but that also, honestly, like it all comes down to like, if they are not Christians, we want to show them that they can belong, even if they don't believe and don't know how to behave. Like one of our mottos here in Element in our student ministry is belong and become. Um, and But if we, we don't show them anything different from the interaction, if we don't show them that they can belong and that they can become, then we're going to give them more questions and about the truth that we're trying to claim. Like if we are contradicting ourselves and saying students can belong and become, and our actions are, are not showing that they can, no matter what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like if they can't belong and they can't, then they, they, they don't know that they can become more like Christ. Like if they can't belong at your ministry, they can't belong and come in there with their broken problems. Doesn't mean they stay where they're at. That means we, ha- we go, wham, we have to focus on discipleship then they'll never become more like Christ. And that, to me, is so massive. Hmm. And so, Zach, what do we do with leaders, with what's the next step in this, as we talked about right there with grace and meeting students where they are? Um, Beginning point is uh, state the expectations clearly. Um, you know, again, that begins with what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and is a is a you know just just a spot? Why why are we why do we find ourselves in this situation? What's going on? And and this you know there's there's a point where potential or leaders can bring this to us if we're involved in the conversation, um, or this is um, you know allowing the student to speak. Sometimes it's sometimes it's the leaders kind of downloading things to us sometimes it's it's i'm looking at the student first because i want them to to tell me what's going on and then i'll get the the other perspective in there so um but we're we're just state the expectations clearly um what behavior needs to stop what should they do instead why does this matter um these kinds of things just to, to to be crystal clear and and i've even gotten to the point where in my own in my own house just asking this question once we're done is 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 there anything that you don't understand? Yeah. Um, more specifically, is there anything that's unclear? Is kind of how I ask because I want I want to sure that up right now. What what our expectations are, what the next steps are um, to create things from happening again, so that we don't have to have another conversation. Um, I heard this a long time ago, and it's something I heard this when I was a student, and it's something that stuck with me um, because I said so is a terrible reason why and i um and in fact so my dad was my student pastor my dad said it and he was talking about adults or specifically parents not saying it and i was just like oh right on (laughs) (laughs) and so um, my dad never said it to us um but that was something that always stuck with me and that's something that i now tell to other parents is because i said so it was weak like that's that's not what you that's not the best way to handle anything because I said so. No, that's dumb. Um, give reasons why, you know, those kinds of things. Just be specific in that. Um, the second thing is tell tell them you believe they can do it. Um, show confidence in them that you're not writing them off. And I think there is some truth to 
this these this generation, maybe every generation of students more specifically, feels looked down upon at some yeah. point. And so just the fact that someone says, I believe in you, um, I think are the four most powerful words to a student is that someone is in my corner. Yeah. Um, and, and we love and we care for these students and we want what's best for them. And so some part of that is leading in that way. Yeah, because, I mean, you have to think like what's going on in their household of, of man, maybe you are the first person that's ever told them that I believe in you. Like maybe they're always looked down upon. Like you don't know what their day was unless you are their parent and you went to school with them and like everything you were with them 24 seven. Like you don't know what was going on. And so man, do they have someone in their corner is, is massive. Um, even if they're, they're being a little bit of a butthead, like <laughs> still being in their corner, even when it gets difficult is massive. Yeah, this is where relationship comes in and be like, come on now, this is this is not you. And I think that goes back to something we said in, in the previous episode is is knowing them and saying, hey, what's going on here? This is yeah. not like you. And, and and leaning into that relational side of things. And even if you don't know them, it, it's an opportunity to kind of build them and be like, hey, I, this is not what we're going to be about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Um <clears throat> Number three or the third one is is a really big one too is is if you catch them doing something right, celebrate the behavior you want to see. And this is the the positive reinforcement side yeah. of things. Um, and this one is this one requires a little bit more intentionality. You have to pay attention more um, because we're quick, and I know this, I'm calling this off out of myself, like we're quick to see the behavior that goes against what we want, but we just overlook the behavior that is we want to see. And so we really have to, 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 to look for those things that are, are what, you know, a student who maybe we have the issue with, Hey, maybe one week we didn't. And so, Hey, be like, Hey man, really, you were right on tonight. Really appreciate that contributing. Maybe if they didn't even contribute, they didn't cause any issues and be like, Hey, Glad you're here tonight. And it could be as simple as that. You don't have to you know, puff up their ego or lie to them. You were, you know. Yeah. And but. so, like, for me, <clears throat> I know I would I would get into a practice of try to do this every single time you meet. Encourage someone. Hmm. Like, we should be encouraging people. Like, if, if and I, I'm guilty of this. There are some nights I've walked away from a Wednesday night where I'm like, man, I don't feel like I encouraged anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really spoke into anyone um, that I just kind of went there, dealt with problems and then walked away. And some of those nights were some of the worst nights that I'm like, like we're sitting in here the next day on Thursdays, kind of talking through the night. And I'm like, what did we do? Like, what <laughs> what did I do besides handle talking with students that were being disrespectful or had a behavioral issue? And so like, even me, I forget sometimes that like, man, we should be encouraging someone. We should be saying something positive to someone every time we meet. Because if we're not, then then what are we doing? We're just there. Like, let's let's encourage people. Let's push them. Because a lot of the time, what what we we go, man, hey, we see this. You're doing it right. We got you. We, we believe in you. Keep doing it. That's mm-hmm. going to be repeated. Yeah, it goes to that principle we all know. What gets rewarded gets repeated. Yeah. And so just that idea. Um, and so just for the so sake of time for moving on, um, 
the next thing is just repeat the process. Yeah. <laughs> so you just, you continually need to do this. So state the expectations clearly, tell them you believe they can do it. If you see them doing something right, celebrate that and then just continue to do that. Um, with, with all, you know, it, we may have the one student, it may be multiple students, but this is, this is the process with all of them. And so you just keep that up. Um, but, and it's worth mentioning, but what happens if things don't get any better? Yeah. <laughs> how do we, how do we handle that one, Rusty? Yeah. So in our student ministry, um, we, we have a, it's not the first conversation, but man, we sit down with them and go, Hey, you may need to take a pause for a little bit. We set the expectations, and we have very high expectations. We have very clear vision, and we invite students into those expectations as they are there on our campus on Wednesday nights. And so if a student is blatantly unwilling to participate in those expectations, then we will have a conversation and sit down and go, hey, I think you need to take a pause and take a step away for a minute. That may be two weeks. That may be a month. That may be a six months period, depending on what the severity is. And so like the student that we had that, that brought the fake handgun, that is a six month suspension. Like that needs to be, Hey, you need to, you need to take a pause for a minute. Um, and so depending on what the situation is, and this isn't heartless, this isn't heavy handed. And this is really, honestly, we come at it from a, a perspective of genuine love that we want everyone to be able to engage with what God wants to do with them and through them. And so if we have to pause someone for a minute, that's to kind of help make sure that our culture is healthy. That's not heavy handed. Yeah. We want to protect, we want to protect our, all students. And so, um, that's, it's, it's, it feels like a tightrope, but that's, that's what we're doing. And yeah. so like we, we're going to care for the student. Um, that's not having issues and the student that is causing issues. Like we're just going to walk through this. And so, it's worth mentioning that this is not our first response. This yeah. is this is our um, this is the last response after we've had conversations and after we've encouraged and after we've walked through this stuff. We've you know what are we doing here? We've stated the expectations. Um, we 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 do give a warning of saying, hey, if this if this behavior continues, what's next is a is a suspension like or is a, is a pause. That is that is what's next in that. And, and asking if there's any questions with that to define what's going on because um, we want students to be there. At the same time, there has to be a level of, of behavior that, that, that has to be there. Um, and so in, in our context, um, in our student ministry, there are only two people that can issue a suspension for a student, and that's myself as a student pastor and that's Rusty, our groups director. And so um, we we consult our leaders on this yeah. um, because they're they're on the front line dealing with this student. Um, they can suggest if we hey we've had a repeated problem, then they bring it to us. We address what's going on. Um, and so a leader is somewhat involved in that, but we are the one to issue that. Um, and I would encourage because we've 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 had some heartache with this. If a suspension is even mentioned, it's worth walking out to the parking lot and having a conversation with the parent. Yeah. Um, we've had, it, so we've had repeated issues with the student and, um, the suspension, um, was the first time that they were hearing about any of that. And so for, for me, the way that the pace that things moved, unfortunately, that conversation with mom and dad to bring them in, 
um, just honestly just got moved because of the light speed that we were moving at. And that's, that's not an excuse, but it's an acknowledgement. And so that's why I just want to share with you guys to, to avoid the heartache for you. Yeah. Like if, if you're even talking suspension, <clears throat> go ahead and, and let mom, it's, it's worth walking out to the parking lot and being like, Hey, we've had some issues, needed to have a conversation, just wanted to bring you in on what was going on. Yeah. And, and that can go one of two ways, <laughs> but at least you are bringing, you're letting them know because it is, it is so much worse to have to walk them out and say, Hey, your student was suspended. And that's the first time mom or dad are hearing about it. And as a parent, I would have some issues with that uh, of like, wait, wait, how and why, uh, you know, that's, that's unfair to the parent. Um, and so through all of this, like we said last time, responding with disrespect respectfully looks like with grace, meeting students where they are, with trust and calling them to more. And so in that, even in that suspension process, I've, I've told students, I've looked them in their face and I've said, I want you here, but you cannot act like this. And that, and I, I try to, I try to be careful with the word, but because when you say it, it almost negates everything that you said before. Yeah. <laughs> so when I say I want you here, but all they hear is the, you know, whatever follows. And so I, I, I very intentionally and very slowly look them in their eyes and say, I do want you here. But at the same time, you cannot, you cannot yeah. act this way. And, and, and so that's just kind of through how it works. And so, um, and then it's, it's up to them, you know, whether or not they're going to change. And I even throw that on them. I'm like, you are in complete control, whether you come back or whether you're not, if there, if yeah. the suspension warning is there, because that's, that's <clears throat> on them. Um, we want you here. You can't act like this. How we move forward is, is totally on you. Is And so I, I do not mind bouncing that back yeah. because they are in, in that. And so we could talk about this more. But I think we've kind of covered yeah. covered it as best we can. And so I want to thank you guys for joining us today for Episode 6 of Volunteer Equip. Yeah, we can't wait to have more episodes out. Um, if you have, this is your first episode or you've not checked out any of our previous episodes, please go and check those out. They're really good. Um, we've got some really good feedback from them. And so we just like having and being able to get more resources out to leaders. Yeah, and so if you're looking for more resources, and specifically, just because I know the content was so um, so many lists and so many things today, we're going to make a, a copy of this available on our church website, and that is truemarkchurch.com slash elementleaders. You can find some of the notes for today so that you can um, implement these in your student ministry.